Beyond the Fairway, man, Will, good to see you, man. I feel like I haven't seen you in so long. It's been like an hour and a half since we were together. Now we're on opposite sides of the country. What's cracking? Man, you know what? It feels good to be back home. I have been grinding, preparing for this BMW Charity Program presented by Synex. Mm. And I am playing in it. Go ahead and drop and that. I've, drop that I'm dropping it. In there. And I'm grinding, bro. I want to win, win, win. We are here. I'll tell you what, well, I got somebody that's going to be your adversary at the BMW coming up. Without further ado, I'm America's guest. Let's welcome in America's caddy. Mr. Michael Collins is in the building. Collins, what's up, baby? Before we get started, I just want everybody to know, he is my friend right now. However, in just two days and 22 hours, he will be my enemy. That's like three days. You know okay. we're not even going to be in the same flight, man. What are you talking about? Um, I'm trying to add dramatization to this thing, man. Dramatization. Oh You're going to try and bring a little drama to it, man. <laughs> There's enough drama. I'm on three hours of sleep catching two <laughs> flights to get down here like crazy. You know? Hey, you what, did, they, any... did they pick you up from the airport or you just went you, – you, you flew into Greenville? I flew, flew straight into Greenville, but they still picked me up. Okay, I, mean, I feel like you gotta have that plane that shakes when you go into Greenville. You don't, you don't come in on a decent sized plane. The dust no, no, listen, you came in on a decent sized plane, man. That's short runways in Laguardia. Laguardia, <laughs> the one, bro. When they land in Laguardia, boy, you better have the anti-lock brakes on that plane. You know how many planes end up in Laguardia going into the drink, bro? Hey, no. that runway too hey. short. Hey, the runway too short, and I and before I get on the plane, I I, I spray. Uh, pigeon repellent <laughs> just on the on, on the engine because I'd be scared, bro. Every- I know you talking about all them bird strikes. Yeah, all them bird- oh. in the in New York City, in New York. You gonna tell me how you gonna keep them? You know they got some like they got prisons over there that did time. You know what I mean? <laughs> and prisons be standing by the fence. Yeah, I try to get on that hey, plane. Hey, and some, some of the pigeons ready to go. They they ready to go ahead and see. Uh, See, uh, see Jesus. So they, they don't. Yeah, them pigeons got jail tattoos, bro. They out there trying to do it. Hey, I, 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 I be uh, going out there my little, my little, um, you know, little spiritual thing. Everybody think I'm trying to you know, sage. Got your yeah, sage, sage out there. Yeah, with sage you. and spay the, say the plane. Nah, I'm just trying to put, put some anti pigeon repellent on that. On the everybody be like, I didn't know Harry Christmas got dreads. Hot dog. <laughs> Hey, Collins, I gotta, it's good to see you over the week at the Memorial, man. We were both there on the call. Will was on the ground. Will actually played in the Pro-Am. Um, Collins, I thought you were going to get a chance to go and play with, with Keegan Bradley when Morikawa withdrew. I thought you were going to go ahead and take that spot. I had my clubs in the car. I always think about that, too. I think from spectators that wear golf shoes to a golf tournament and dress like they're going to play, you know damn well they got their clubs in the trunk, and they're just hoping, hey, man, look, you look dressed appropriately. Um, is there any chance your clubs are in the trunk? Did right. you want to play as a marker? They'd be like, I've, I've been dreaming this. Yeah, hey, this hey, 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 Michael Collins, let me tell you something. That's what happened to me when uh, when Neil Bursary from CEO Workday, when he asked me to fill in for somebody who canceled, right? When I tell you, I, I said yes. And I still wrote him a letter, apology for keep you waiting. That's how that's how quick I said yes, right? And I get it, I get it. But bring your own golf shoes and golf clubs. Is that equivalent to take your own golf clubs to the Top Golf? Yeah, kind of. That's kind of weird. 
I laugh at those people. Like, I get mad at people who bring their own clubs to Top Golf. Yeah. Although, as a lefty, like, I'm... Okay, that's good. I, that, that I got to have my... Even to just go have fun like that, I don't want to be hitting... And I don't want to look like that guy as I'm putting Purell on every <laughs> set of <laughs> grips that is out there. <laughs> hey, are you ready? Nah. nah. Nope. Uh, you got you got you got plural. I got baby wipes. Yeah, we'll we'll keep the white. He got the dude wipes out there with him and just. Oh, that's the thing. That would be even worse if you had baby wipes, because then the next person is going to be like, <laughs> "Who changed their baby diaper and then swung this golf club?" That that yeah. would be some shit that Will would, would pull yeah. off. But but Kyle's, I I find you so interesting in this golf space because one, you're everywhere. And two, it's like you, you, I, I look at some of the opportunities you've had recently this year, and I, I thought it was dope. Like getting to see you and Maddie call the PGA Championship uh, on that, that alternate stream. Let's start there. What was that like? And, and did you have, was there any extra pressure for you when you have an alt stream and you got like the ESPN shit? Because I know y'all was next to each other. Yes. Well, that was the thing that was, it was wild because number one, when you get a text message from Archie Manning and Peyton Manning saying like, hey, good luck this week. Have a good time. Really looking forward to this. It's a lot of extra pressure. And then they threw on top of it, don't look at each other. <laughs> what? Don't like, look at the dude that's next to you. Sitting right. And they were like, we might have to put a cardboard thing up between. And I was like, y'all better not put no cardboard there because if you put cardboard there, then I'm going to do it. I'm going to be looking at the cardboard on purpose, just out of spite. You know what I mean? I'd be like, you can see the look I'm giving you right now for that take on you, man. Um, but no, nah, it was I, – I did it the year before. The first year they did it um, was last year, and I was um, at Southern Hills and remember, like – going to the golf course on Monday and Tuesday to check out the golf course and then flew to St. Louis and was actually in studio with Joe Buck in St. Louis. So this year to get to stay on, on site to do it the way that we did it was fantastic because I was literally getting able to walk out, talk to guys on the driving range, walk back in, sit down on set and like talk about what I just saw and who I just talked to about what I learned. And so, um, I felt a lot of pressure the first day because I was wearing a jacket and a tie. Yo, I was gonna call you out on that shit, Mike. Okay, no, here not. It, you, I'm gonna first tell of all, you, you got on Versace tie. I got on Versace and overalls, and you had a tie on. Let me tell you something. How I rolled. This is Willie Nelson overalls. They're <laughs> Willie Nelson. They was on a sale rack for seven dollars and ninety eight cents. I love it. And this shirt, y'all say is Versace. My mom got this shirt. She found it at the Burlington Coat Factory clearance rack, and it was four dollars. See, so you got you know me. what I'm saying? Like eleven dollars worth of drip, right there. You talking about like y'all think I got five million dollar drip on, and I'm nope. I'm more TJ Maxx than anything nope. else. That's I how knew, I grew up. 
I felt the overall was from the clearance rack, but I thought you had Tommy Hilfiger stripes. And that's what I thought you did. It looked a little bit like it, but nah, they are definitely not. It's not the Hilfiger stripes. Or you want to go metal, damn it. I don't rock that. Metal. Yeah, that would be the thing. If, I, if I'm if i getting a medal from, so I can put them together and be like, I'm the thing. Yeah, hey. Everybody. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that first day, like, Maddie was, it was his idea. He was like, yo, let's dress like we're doing this for real. And I was like, but we're not like, we're not trying to be Lance Immelman. He was like, no, nah, no, nah, we got to look right. We got, and I was like, okay, man, we'll do it. And the best thing that happened was the number two dude at ESPN, my man walks in the studio as soon as we finish and he sees me, he walks in. We weren't even done. We were only done with part of the show. He walks in and he sees me in the jacket and the tie and he looks at me and is like, what's wrong? What are you doing? Why are you dressed like that? And I was like, I got a, I got a, a baseball jersey and a t-shirt hanging right there because I had <laughs> gone to I had gone to Rochester uh, Minor League Baseball Stadium and I bought a ton of their jerseys because I like, like I like representing where I'm at, right? So he was like, yo, I don't want to see you wearing that suit and tie tomorrow. Like, you don't look comfortable. <laughs> And it's not that I'm not comfortable in it, but it's like, I don't know. It'd be like, you don't see nobody wearing a suit and tie when they go out and do a rap show, right? Right. It just don't, <laughs> it don't fit your personality. So in like, I can do the stuff in the rapper. suit and the tie. If it's a serious thing, like I can do the serious news. That's for me, that's easy. Like yeah. it's easy to be serious. It's hard to be fun and entertaining With a suit and, and then talk about golf and stuff. So <laughs> I want to be comfortable when I do it. So from the next day on, and it was crazy too because I had to do Sports Center early, and I was gonna do Sports Center in a suit, but then it was so cold. Like I had a toque on, I had a ski jacket on. It was bananas. But then when I went in that studio, I was like, "Bro, I'm not." And Maddie was like, "Come on, man, you look so good." And I had a nice outfit, <laughs> suit wise, for Sports Center, and he was like, "But it looks so good." I was like, "I don't care. It's not. I'm not doing that." So then from that moment on, I rocked a T-shirt and a baseball jersey. And it was cool, the response that I kept getting from people. Yes. So when I would go out on the golf course, like after our stuff was done, before the television came on, people would be watching at home and then come to the tournament. And I would go out onto the to the golf course and people would just be like, man, that was so awesome. I love that you rocking what you rocking. Like you had William Murray T-shirt on and then that – you know, garbage plates jersey on, or I had the Copa del Rey, like the Copa del Rey version of the Red Wings on too, which was like Coco Locos, and it was it was just it was awesome. It was I, cool. So the response made meant everything to me. I remember, like when I did the uh, the Presidents Cup, I, I, I moderated, and hosted an event for the Presidents Cup, and I elected not to have my hat on. You know, I'm always wearing a hat back because my hairline is terrible, right? It is so disappeared. I I had the hairline out. And there's one of the couple of executives of the of PJ Tour said, Hey, Will, why you don't have your hat backwards? I'm like, Because I ain't trying to get fired. What do you mean? See, why exactly. Backwards? Exactly. <laughs> and then you start thinking to yourself, You know what? That's probably why they put me on here. Right. Because to, they to want be me. You. They want yeah. me to be me. And that's the whole thing. Like, if it's an alt cast, it's an alternate cast. Like, I'm not, I'm not trying to be Trevor Immelman to Jim, to Jim Nance. Like, that's yes. not what I'm. That's not who I am. I can do. I can do that. I can. But for me, like that is work because for me, it's tedious. Well, talk, yeah, how we, we, well, ahead, talk about talk about that, uh, MC. Like, 
what is it like to be in this game but still be comfortable in your own skin? Like, talk, elaborate. Well, that's how that's the reason I got into it. The reason I say yes to doing kind of all the stuff that I do now is is because of that. I I'll never forget. I was doing XM radio before this was before Sirius even bought out XM, right? It was just XM. And I was doing it my way. Like I was doing talking to dudes the way that I talked to everybody. I talked to everybody the same way, whether you're a president or a janitor. Mm-hmm. Like that's not what makes you cool to me. I don't care what your job title is. I don't care how much money you make. What makes you a cool person? Because it ain't how much money you got and it ain't your job title. There's a lot of people that have big job titles and they're jerks. There's a lot of people that ain't got no money and they're the coolest people you ever want to hang out with. Right. Like, so, and that's how I approached everything when I was doing XM radio and I'll never forget to get an email at XM and someone was, I mean, must've been an old fuddy duddy, but they go, can you please take off the guy who sounds like Tupac and fat Albert had a baby? Ooh. But they were dumb enough to tell me that the email came in. So what did I do? The next call I had, I was like, hey, 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 that's his third birdie today. (laughs) Just despite the person who said that email. And my producer was like, man, you're trying to get assassinated on this. (laughs) But I was like, look, man, I'm not going to change who I am. And that's the thing. And what I love about what I get to do is... I do it different than everybody else, or at least back in the day when I first started. My mom, <laughs> my mom told me she was like, you know, nobody was funny in golf until you got into golf, and now everybody's trying to be funny. And I was like, oh, well, that's my comedy background, I guess. But who knows? Like, I, don't, I take you it as a compliment. The, you, you should. You open the door for me. You got me. You got me <laughs> trying to. I mean, you way funnier than I am, but you got me trying to crack, crack a joke. But no, but you know you what? Know. That's the thing about golf. Here's the thing, like. There's already that people who do serious, right? You want to do serious in golf? Cool. Go ahead. Knock yourself out. You can do that. But for me, like, I don't care how somebody hit a cut seven iron. Like, I that going to be – like, unless I'm trying to catch a nap or something like that, like, I want, I want people to know these <laughs> dudes that are on the PGA Tour. I want people to know these women that are on the LPGA Tour the way I know them. Like, I want you to see – if you see me with a player, I want you to be like, holy cow, I want to go have a beer with that player. Yeah. Right? Like, that's what I, I don't want you to be like, oh, yeah, it's another plain old golfer talking but, the same old stuff. Isn't, isn't that liberating, though? Like, yeah. You realize, like, I'm, I'm about to be free. Like, I'm free. Yeah. Free. It's you not a, it's, you know what it is? It's not afraid of being fired. Oh. That's what it is. And it was the same caddying. Like the reason that the what people ask like what makes a really good caddy? Don't be afraid to be fired. Somebody hires you to be on a bag to tell you something they might not want to hear, right? Like if they're if they're dead set on hitting a seven iron, and you know seven iron is the wrong club, you gotta not be afraid to say I don't like it. Uh, you got it six irons the club here, and here's why, right? And then then deal with the, after the fact, right? So. How, how do you see the game in the next? How do you see the game evolving in the next five to ten years? Ooh, that's a good question, man. Five to ten years. Um, look how the game has evolved in the last year because of this new league, right? So, here's what's a great one about great question about that. So this year, let's we'll just talk about this year. 
Yeah, you knew you I was talk about these dudes. You you talk about these dudes. We're talking about you know all oh, those guys that play over on that league. They're only playing a certain number of events. They're going to be all tired and stuff like that. Who looks the freshest right now at all the majors? That boy, that, that right? Boy. It ain't the PGA Tour dudes. Like them dudes are going when they get to the U.S. Hurt or U.S. Open and to to the Open Championship. Them dudes going to be bro. This this year has been a grind, grind. So I'm anxious to see because you know, like the tour, it's just like the way the tour is doing the schedule right now is just like the first year the FedEx Cup came out. And everybody was like, yeah, FedEx Cup, we getting all this. Hold up, only one person's getting all the cash, and everybody getting deferred. What? Right. What? And like, right. how's the scoring work? And they were like, no, we're going to do a little tweak. And then the second year, everybody was like, man, we got this figured out. Oh, you do? Yeah, it's two dudes in lab coats over there that are doing all kinds of calculations. And they need two computers and a whiteboard. You'd be like, uh, oh. Oh, you say white boy or whiteboard? Hold on. Whiteboard. Same thing. <laughs> But you're right. You know, one of them you can erase the sharpie off of, and the other one you don't end up in a mosh pit. I you gotta take the sharpie. No, but you make a good point though, Mike, about you know the live guys looking fresher because I got I I thought that I would hear more about live once Brooks won the PGA Championship. I thought this was going to be this rah rah moment for live, um, and it seemed like kind of in the back there's been like a kibosh on it. But I want to talk. But, hey, look, this dude partied for three days and missed the pro-am. <laughs> Oops. Like, bruh. You know what I mean? Yo, we got a major champion. He coming. Hold on. He going to be here in a minute. Hold on, hold up. It's like Will getting on to the ones and twos to do the podcast. He, right. Yeah, hold, he'll be yeah. right here. Hold on. Give me, I'll be on my yeah. way. He'll be like, yeah, coming. it's been a while. He'll be like this, yo. I forgot I had to do an update on the computer, but right. uh, so before, I'm gonna, yeah, I know it, there's some plane problems or something. It's crazy because, like, going back to that tiredness, man. I saw I saw JT when we're all at the, uh, the workday pro am. I saw JT Justin Thomas. He wasn't hitting the ball great. Like I was about to ask him if he wanted to join my member guest. Like it was that <laughs> bad. Like I was like, man, I, I, just to help you get some momentum, come beat us and you know get get you a W. Yeah, but, but I, I I have to say this, and I want to ask you this question. I don't know if you're allowed to answer this, but <laughs> the PGA Tour need to think the young up and coming members of the PGA Tour do they need to thank Phil Mickelson for even though Phil took some heat, but there's a lot of money going out in the PGA Tour now, and these players Bruh. seem a bit happy. Do, do they need to write a thank you letter to, to Phil? <laughs> I mean, you know that ain't never gonna happen. Never. That ain't that ain't never gonna happen. And yeah, I mean, Phil took some heat because Phil said some stupid stuff. Phil's having a good old time on Twitter nowadays. He's Call one it. of the most entertaining dudes to be like, ah, dog, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, I listen, live. That league changed golf. It changed golf. It changed golf as as far as now how the money is coming into golf, right? Like we know when there was when there was only one top product out there, and that's the PGA Tour. If you're the only if you're the only game in town, then why do I need to change? I, there's no reason for me to change. Other than at a glacial pace, and I could get caught up in all kinds of politics and in 
in the behind the scenes stuff of like it, who's going to be running stuff, the top dudes or the bottom dudes. And that's the one thing. This is the one thing where people don't give Jay Monahan enough credit, right? People think, you know, yo, these guys had this secret players only meeting, but it was only the top 30 guys. And then Ricky Fowler at the time got to come up there and be in that meeting and stuff <laughs> like that. And I used to laugh. I was like, what if the dude who was like 121st on the FedEx Cup showed up and was like, yo, I'm here for the meeting. They would have looked at him and been like, yeah, I would like two creams and a sugar in my coffee man. Go over there and get my coffee. Like, <laughs> and he like you don't even, I'm a member of this tour, too. And that's the thing where people forget what Jay Monahan has to do. Like, he's not just having to, to work for the top 30 guys on tour. This dude has 250 members. So yep. what happens when the top 30 guys love an idea and the bottom 30 guys are like, yo, how does oh, that help is me? Right. Yeah, that how you go, how does that help me get that cash? Like right. that ain't helping me making money. Play, that ain't play better, me. right? It's like play better. I love when guys say play better until they fall out of that category where now they gotta play better. Right. And now right. it's like, yo, we need to make some changes. Oh, you didn't need to make no changes when you was inside the happy place. Exactly. Now that you're out of the happy place, you just like uh Maybe that whole play better. You never hear them say that after the fact. That's like when somebody when somebody who's super rich tells somebody super poor, here's what you need to do. You're like, listen, man, don't stand in front of a G5 wearing your Rolex telling <laughs> I can't even afford an Apple Watch and I got a one-bedroom apartment that I share with roaches. Like, don't tell me what to do, right? You we can't. don't come from the same place. It's like Larry Fitzgerald telling me, to go to the Masters without a reservation tickets on my own dime. Just go. I told just go on ahead. I, I looked at Larry like, I don't have just five. Yeah, and but you, you got you got to tell, tell Larry you you Paul Hawley out here. Like you, you know ain't, you ain't, you just can't get by like that. Hold on, real quick, Kyle. Speaking of of Larry, hey, have, what you got to do with Larry? You got to get Larry. You got to tell him. All right, I'll text you when I'm there, and then you just get to the gate, yo. Come get me well, I'm I outside. Asked him for a ride. I asked him for a ride. I was like, yeah, Yo, since you're going to do that, let's, let's ask for a ride. Oh, so, Kyle, so so we, we had an opportunity oh, to, to meet up with Larry Fitzgerald over the week while we were in Columbus, Ohio at the work day. So and, not fair. Uh, Look at these pictures, man. That's so not fair. That's but, so they not so, fair bro. but they're also very, from, from like, they're, they actually hit similar positions. But, Mike. No, they don't. don't. They're both Look across, how the across the line. Will is. Hey, what? Hey, no, Mike, Mike, they both gotta, across the line. Like <laughs> I'm not saying, but don't say it's similar. Their swings are similar. It's, no, there's a no, line no, and they're across. Got one dude, the one dude on the right who obviously is a lover of chicken wings. Like right there, he just that swing is all flat, no leg. Right there, look at it. <laughs> that is funny. I can't. That'd be funny if you be like, yo, Larry Fitzgerald let himself go, man. He got frumpy. <laughs> hey, but look, Will had to break so many kids' hearts in Columbus because, number one, let's look at the stature of two individuals. One is in right. prime shape. No offense, Will. Well, you're in good shape. I'm not saying that you're not. Will but, got dead bod. It's okay. Nothing wrong with that. You look at Larry Fitzgerald, and then you look at Will. Like, I can see Larry Fitzgerald's belt buckle. I know Will not wearing no Jay Lindenberg, because that would have slid him open, and his large intestines would be hanging on the ground right now. 
And this is coming from a fat guy. Like, I ain't speaking, like, out of tune. Here. You know what I mean? I don't wear Jay Lindenberg neither. The same reason. I get my I get my clothes just loose enough and just tight enough. Right? Yeah. I tell people all the time I wear a size 32. It's just 40s feel better. <laughs> and, and, and Larry... Larry got Larry confident with his hairline. He, he, yeah, he still got it. He still got it. But it, it, I, I want to say though, but to, to Will and I were somewhere, and I don't remember where it was. And this guy was like, "Larry Fitzgerald, Larry Fitzgerald, can I get your autograph?" And Will was like, "I'm not Larry Fitzgerald." And this dude actually rebuttaled Will, not being Larry. He said, "Quote: I'm a Larry Fitzgerald fan. I've been watching Larry Fitzgerald for almost 20 years. I know what Larry Fitzgerald looks like." And Will just looked at him like, "No, you don't." Apparently he, not. Cause you, cause, you know cause what? You, I'll make talk. you. Will you want me to make you feel better? Please. My very first nickname on tour, Little Hootie. I'm dead. Little, I'm screaming out loud. Little sc- Hootie. Little Hootie. Billy Andre in Hilton Head came up to me and was like, "Over the hell, oh my goodness, we got to hang out. Come to the tour. And we ain't talking so long." 1998. Now I was a lot thinner at the time, and it was right when Crack Rearview Mirror came out. Yeah. But man. He, was, he swore he was, I was Darius Rucker. So, you were and Darius, like, oh. Darius Rucker. And this, this has happened before where Darius walks out of a room and I walk in and people will come up. Same thing, Will. Same thing. Man, it's the worst, man. I, I had kids, man, like, like come up to me <laughs> and they ask my autograph and I feel good. I'm like, finally, I know the mini tour play that didn't make it. Finally. <laughs> like, thank God, Jesus, you do answer prayers. I put this See? in the universe. I get, I get asked for autograph. You worthy, God. You worthy to be praised. And next thing you know, uh, they like Larry. Thank you. And I, I almost did a cap at the kid's face. I'm like, Larry. <laughs> it was like, did you sign it first? Yeah, no. It, it was, and then, it, and then there was a there was a young lady who was kind of cute. She was like, hey, Larry. Like yes, ma'am. I'm Larry Fitzgerald. How you doing? That's yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I'm Larry. Some of some of my friends. Yes, yeah, some you of gotta my get friends tried to get, get me in trouble. Pepper one time. I'm Larry. I'm Larry. <laughs> you gotta. You, and the only way I can talk like Larry if I have a mouth guardian. I got. I'm Larry <laughs> I feel like Larry had braces in seventh grade. You can't tell me he didn't. And then Larry, he had them redone. Larry, Larry, Larry graduated from braces to Avery Johnson mouth. You guys don't know Avery Johnson. Hey, Avery what? Johnson. Avery, Avery Johnson made sure that every time that he got to talk like that, I need to tell you exactly why we were doing what we were doing on the basketball court. Avery Johnson used all of his jaws to talk. Right. Avery Johnson, he got 39 teeth and show all of them. Everybody else hey, only got 32. Avery hey, hey, Johnson, Johnson got a mouthful of wizard teeth. They call him smart mouth. Mike, tell me something, man. Like how how have you how have you been able to kind of like like stay around the game of golf? Because I feel like from from the late nineties, you 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 were there for the the tigerness. You were with Omar Uresti on the bag. You caddy for countless players. Transitioned into uh, podcast broadcast. Anything that has to do with cast and hosting. How have you how have you find just your ability to kind of stay in this space? I don't know, man. I don't. I honestly couldn't tell you. I just. I still love the game. I still love the players. I still love the relationships. I think the biggest thing for me is that like players trust me because they know I'm not going to burn them. You know what I'm saying? Because I know the difference between personal talk and talk that can go out to the public, right? 
Like, yeah, I mean, I that, and that's a that's a thin line, Phil Mickelson. <laughs> but see, that's the thing. Like, if it's me, if Phil, here's the thing: if Phil would have called me, and that rant would have happened, that never would have got out. Never. It so never would have got out. Does play? Let me. Does players and fellow um, uh, journalists do they look at that individual who kind of ratted Phil out as like your traitor or? Yo, that's not the first time. No. Like, one of my favorite golf books of all time, Bud Sweat and Tees. Never heard of him. Bud, like look it up. His first, his first like book title. was Bud Sweat and Tees, and it was based on Rich Beam and Steve Duplantis. So yeah. Rich Beam and Steve Duplantis get together. Steve Duplantis, who was uh, Jim Furyk's old caddy, who died tragically, got hit by a car. He was an old-school caddy, like – had a daughter to a stripper who left her and like he was a single dad, but Love he partied guy. like old school. And so this dude followed Rich Beam and Steve get together and they win their first time out. Rookie guy and rookie caddy, not rookie caddy, but like rookie guy and this caddy who just basically drug him around TPC Avenel to his first win. So dude decides I'm going to write a book about these two and he follows them for a year. And there was hmm. stuff that ended up in the book that, like, both of them were not cool with ending up in the book. So ain't nobody beat him up yet? <laughs> uh, am I not nah, be, No, you can say that, man. Look, hands, bro, yeah, yeah, here's yeah, the funny thing. Look, up? I'll tell you this right here. Like, I've had dudes. I had a dude talk smack about Omar Uresti, like, and he had never met him before, and he called him a douchebag, right? And I was like, yo, we can go out in the parking lot the next tournament and solve this and he was like oh oh are you threatening violence and i'm like okay so like you were you were yeah what my favorite term i gotta give anthony mackie a lot of credit for this there's a lot of thumb thugs out there right Mm. a lot of thumb thugs but now it's like we can go outside and talk about it if you want to go talk about it like you're gonna find out where i came from if you want to you know what i mean like because i'm not okay with that i'm not okay with if you if you're gonna say stuff about somebody or like if somebody gives you permission and they give you that trust to come inside their bubble, yeah. yo, when you break that trust, can't forsake that, man. No, that's a wrap. That's a wrap. Like people have asked me to write a book all the time, and I was like, when I decide I never want to have any more friends on the golf course, like if I'm that, that, done right. with golf, like I'm done yeah. with golf, I ain't doing no more golf stuff, and I don't care about having friends or nothing like that, but. That day ain't coming for a while. And that's why I like I love what I get to do because it's like I get to hang out with my friends on the golf course. And even if I lost my job, right, if I lose my job and something goes horribly wrong, like I still got my friends. Right. They were my friends before I had this job, before I got in front of the camera, before I got famous or whatever. You, I don't consider myself famous, but, you know, before I got to be where I'm at right now, these people were my friends. Right. So you think I'm going to trade their friendship in for a couple of clicks that people right. are going to mm. forget about in a month? Right. Couple Man, clicks. I ain't doing that. Somebody that's, asked me that one time at my heavy. job interview, too. They were like, you know, well, what happens if one of those people gets in trouble? And I was like, well, if if something happens to somebody I'm tight with on the PGA Tour, something if something like crazy happens, illegal, and they get in some kind of trouble – who you think they're going to trust to come talk to? Right. They're going to trust somebody that they think might burn them, that has no vested interest in them whatsoever, and they're yeah. just there for that story? Or they're going to trust somebody that knows even 
even if I got to say something like, yo, bad stuff went down and here's what happened, right? Yeah. I'm still going to go on the driving range the next day and look him in the eyes. That's the thing. Yeah. And, 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 and it's funny It's funny you say that because even like as Doug and I kind of progress through the PJ Tour landscape, we're starting to see like more players kind of trusting us as well. And I can't say we're fully in the bubble yet, but I can say that we are – I look at things like you got the you got the, the flag stick is the player – you got the cup, probably the family, and then how far are you away from the cup? And mm. I feel like you know we're 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 pretty close to the cup. Yo, we're not in there just yet. And we we're we still, inside the strokes game. We inside the strokes game. And the whole thing, the whole thing is just man, just let these players know, like we we will protect you, and you know we don't want anything to happen to you. It's not even that well, I want to protect is, them. I, I'm not going to talk shit about a player. I'm just not going to put is, their business in the street. This is right. the biggest compliment I get from players is. Like Billy Horschel, Justin Rose, Ricky Fowler, like all of these dudes that like there's so many of these dudes that are that I consider my friends. And the biggest compliment they give me is I heard a couple of these guys and other guys who I'm not naming. They told people we we don't mind when Michael criticizes something that we did on the golf course because they they know it's not coming from a place of like, hey, I'm just trying to make a name for myself. Right. Mm -hmm. That is coming from. From a caddy perspective, here's what I saw, and here's where I think the mistake was made. And here's where what it means so much to me for them to say that is because then they go, because I'll come down on the driving range and go right to you. Hey, did you hear what I said? Did you see what I said? If I said something, if I said something that's not true, if I said something that was off, the first thing I'm gonna do is go right up, find the camera, and be like, yo, let's go. I just went down and talked to so-and-so. Yesterday I told you this, and after I talked to the player, here's what he told me, and here's what really happened. So I was wrong with what I said yesterday because here's what the player told me, exactly what happened when he was down there. And I think when when you're not afraid to stand in front of the camera and say I was wrong, but here's where I'm right. Yeah. Because I talked to the player, and the player told me. I think that not only builds trust with the player, but it also builds trust with your audience because now the yeah. audience knows, like, I'm going to tell you what I think is yeah. the truth. And if I'm wrong, I'm going to tell you I'm wrong and I'm going to tell you why I'm wrong. Yeah. And, and it's, it's crazy how you can see people who, who have ill intent, the type of questions they ask. Like, if you're just doing it for like, clicks yeah, or if you're just pointed. saying things. Man, if you, man, yeah. even, even like with Steph, like, with you know, everybody knows that Steph and I are, are, are cool. Man, man, you should see. Steph doesn't know the questions that I dodge or that oh, I don't even bro. entertain. Bro, being like, friends with him sucks. It's the worst, bro. <laughs> being <laughs> friends, I tell people, all, being friends with famous people sucks because it, you. everybody tries to act like, hey, man, we would love to have you come like, to our yeah. thing. Well, and you're like, oh, yeah? Yeah, you should switch. call your friend. <laughs> call your friend and have them come to. Or, yo, can hey, you Will. ask so-and-so? <laughs> Can you ask so and so this for me? Like, hey, it's, it's so funny. I got a guy. I, I'm not going to name his. I'm not going to say his name, but is a is a player on the PJ Tour that asked me to do something for a, a child, a, a kid who was battling with cancer, or whatever. Yeah. And Steph gets five billion of those every day, and right. and, 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 and there's certain times where I'm like, yeah. I have a heart string with the with the situation. I'm like, I'm asking Steph. And then I had to really tiptoe, like, God, how can I ask that? Because I just asked him two weeks ago on the same thing. No, nope, so, nope. 
so so the player I saw the father uh, saw Dale and asked Dale and Dale did not and I had already asked Steph I asked Steph I asked our team <laughs> can we send a video to this young man no reply I mean he gets right. a billion of them so but know, that's the funny thing too we also know too no reply is the subtle way of saying I don't no I'm right the, the thing the yeah. thing about it the thing about it one thing about Steph is he'll he'll reply two weeks later and right. you'll be like what what. What do you oh, what do oh, you reply? Like, oh my gosh. Am yeah. I that far down the list? Yeah. You know, yeah. Oh, yeah. thanks, bro. The dude's already dead. Sorry, man. My bad. Damn, Collins. <laughs> so, so, and so and so so the play the, the tour player went as Dale and got it done. And now the, the tour player went You ain't, you ain't got no juice, Will. No, I ain't got no, he won't even look yeah. at me. I'm like, hey, what's going on, man? He's like <laughs> no, speaking of that, but uh, see, cop. that tells you something too. That it's a two-way street, right? Yeah, it's yeah. It's a two-way street. Receive. You'd be like, "Oh, I get it. You were just being nice to me. Now I see how exactly. it is. Exactly. I see how it is. Yeah. And that's my big thing too. Like with the friends that I have, the the guys who mean the most to me on the PGA tour, and even the guys who mean the, the most to me on the other tour. It's not about when times are good. Right. It ain't about that. Right. It's about when it hits the fan. When it hits the fan, who coming? Mm. Who coming when it hits the fan? You're gonna find out who your friends are then. Like when stuff goes down, who's still coming around? Who's still texting? Who's still calling? You know, and you'd be surprised at some of the names of dudes that are gonna be Kaiser Soze. Like they mm. gone. You know, when they hits the fan, they gone. You ain't gonna see them again. But some of the dudes that end up coming that are gonna be like, yo, I'm here no matter what goes down, I got you. Like you'd be like, yo, that dude said that? You'd be like, yep. yeah. That's yep. crazy. Crazy. So I I want to want to pivot a little bit. You know we're playing in the BMW uh, charity pro am. <laughs> yeah. Next. You what say you've been practicing. This, I have been practicing, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what makes this event so special, Michael Collins? It is the Corn Ferry Tours Pebble Beach Pro Am. Mm. It's that much fun. There's so much good stuff to do. I mean, just. Just what we get to go do over it, people don't know, like, a lot of people don't know that that Greenville is the home of BMW. So BMW has all kinds of test track stuff over there. They actually build all their X's here. So all those SUVs. So there's, like, there's this thing where you take the SUV up and you get it on two wheels going like this, tilting. It's crazy. And then they got a skid pad, and they let us knuckleheads out there for a day and a half. Man, I'm like... I'm glad y'all took the insurance because I'm about to blow these tires out. Because as a little kid, like, I only had two posters on my wall. That was it. I had a Lamborghini and I had a BMW 750 IL. Those mm. were my two dream cars. Mm. I've been lucky enough now I got an X5. Thank you, BMW or Devin. My boy's Philly. Good looking out. Um, but I still ain't got that Lamborghini. But this event is like, <laughs> I know. I still, like I said, yo. Ross, TJ Maxx, Burlington Go Factory. And the X5. All right. And the yeah. X5. That's where yeah. you spend your money. Shit, Kyle. Let me put it on the car. But yeah, I, I, I can't wait for that, that. That, that BMW. I, oh, um, can we? Can, can, all can the dealers and stuff like that that are out there, too. We, like, got, we, we, we got, go to dinner almost every night. It's bananas. Can we get a little yeah. wager? I feel like we, we should bet something, Will. Can we get a I mean, Michael Collins? Again, though. Will, yeah, we're going to play the handicap. We do it for the charity. We do it for charity. All right. Yeah. How many shots? Do you yeah, want? the United Caddy Pizza Fund. That's what we're gonna do. United for. Negro, uh, no hairline fund. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm all over. It. Oh man, salute with a five head. <laughs> hey man, hey, my, my hairline's so gone, dog. It is so bad, bro. 
They made him take his head off in the middle. You know what? Anytime, look, if you do anything with your hat off, you better be playing the saxophone in a jazz club. That's all you allowed to do. Like like Coltrane out here. Exactly. (laughs) Hey, dog. Hey, dog. I I wake up in the morning. I see a dread on a pillow. I'm like, another fallen soldier. Hey, that's how those that's how those boys felt last week. They felt like they looked like fallen soldiers at at Mirfield Village. Wow. Mike, real quick before we let you go, U.S. Open picks is coming up week after next. Today oh. is the longest day. We'll see who got into the U.S. Open as this comes out on Wednesday. But Mike, where what are we thinking about? L.A. Country Club, L.A. vibes. Who's taking it? Mm. You you know what I'm more curious about? Like number one. It's again, do not be a little bit surprised if three of those dudes from that other tour are in contention. Yeah. They fresh, Just man. They fresh. Don't be don't be surprised, right? So on the PGA tour, the dudes that you gotta watch out for, Hovland's gonna have all kinds of momentum going in there now, right? Yeah. He was and he was trending before he won. True. He was that's I'm almost it almost makes me nervous that he won Jack's event because now he understands like how up you got to get to be the field that that strong. But he was he was in contention coming down the stretch up until sixteen at the PGA. So it, it ain't like he ain't been there before. And I think this win taught him a lot. Um, I got a sneaky I, pick. Got okay, sneaky. man, give me somebody sneaky. I think I think I think she, I think Seamus Powers. He got, was no S. It's power. Just S. Yeah. I'm thinking. Power. Sorry, powers. Uh, Austin yeah, powers. you think Austin? Seamus. Yeah. Seamus Austin. Seamus is Ireland. That's Lucky Charms. That ain't even no Austin Powers. I, I think. I think Seamus Powers. I think. I think he might. I think he, he's my sleeper. That's <laughs> he he called him powers. Shameless Powers. Seamus. <laughs> <laughs> that's powers. what he's going. That's what he's going to need at the U.S. Open. I don't um, know about that for what U.S. Open. I don't. Oh, oh no! That LA country that that mug's a different beast. Here's my you want to know my sleeper, my wager. I want to know if they have this wager because of where this course is located and how you're going to have to get to it. I want to know. I'm going to set the over under at two and a half of guys that miss their tee times because <laughs> of the it's traffic not, and stuff. Yeah, unless they stay right there down the street. That's why, unless you pitch in a tent. Right. Or like you come up with an idea, you staying in somebody's backyard and you can just walk down there. Like the traffic getting into there is going to be it's it's going to be horrific. I mean, I mean, it's two blocks up from Wilshire and Rodeo, like where this golf course is situated. It's going to yeah. be stupid. But there is a hotel be- right there. There's that uh the the, um, the Waldorf is right there on the corner. So if you stay right. there, you good. Right, and and all these amateurs that are just qualifying on golf's longest day, they shelling out Waldorf money. <laughs> you must think I got that. Yeah, this is Versace. This really nah. is Versace right here. There's nah. no V on the Versace right. though. It's just right. Versace. So you're you're saying Liv is gonna have a good U.S. Open. Will's going with Shameless Powers. And yeah, real quick, I don't know before if I make winners is gonna come out of there though. Um. I, just, I did. I did call Victor Hovland last week, Michael Collins. Just I know, want to make sure that he I did see come, that. He did call this. Okay. And I tell you what, the way that the village played, I think we we can look at the top ten there to find a champion. So you think that the winner of the U.S. Open is coming out of the top ten? 
of the Memorial Field. I do believe that. I don't have a pick in this moment. I still have another week to see how I got a sleeper. How about RBC. Ricky Fowler? How good has he been trending? You know what? Ricky played some And he's good, a California dude. Well, here's the funny thing about Can Ricky. Can he do right? it? Can he do yeah, it? Yeah, big time. You know why? Because you know who all the pressure is going to be on? And John everybody Ron, else is Scotty it? No, 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 no. It's Max Homa. Homa. Yeah. Max Homa got Max all Homa. the pressure in the world on him yeah. going into that one. Yeah. And it was this, like, this, this is not a genesis. This is this is a big time for him. It's a lot yeah, of and that's the thing. It, and it's a home yeah. game. Like, it, you will never see people win home games at, like, major championships because it's just – Mentally, you try so hard not to put that kind of pressure on yourself, and you can't help it because now everybody around you, it's like everybody gets like major Tourette's, right? <laughs> major they know Tourette's. they're not supposed to say nothing. You can see them, they're fighting him. You're going to do it for your hometown. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm so, so sorry. <laughs> People used to get that with Tiger, right? Like, and it's going to be that way for Max because we were going to like try and make it. They, you want to make I mean, it as, as any other tournament as you can, and you can't. If you go by the stats, Matt Homa should win this thing, though. If you go by the numbers. I'm going go by the numbers. Numbers I'm going to play Adam the game. Scott. I'm going Adam Whoa. Scott Whoa. to win the United States Open. Adam Scott? Adam Scott. Adam Scott. Adam really? Scott. Can you imagine what the golf world is going to do if that broomstick putter wins another major after they tried to ban it? And couldn't get rid of it, bruh. Adam Scott. Yeah, oh, Adam please. Scott you know what? I'm rooting for Adam. I'm rooting for him now, just because of that. Just because <laughs> that nobody had the balls to come out and be like, "We hate the way that putter looks," but it wasn't a problem until somebody won a major championship, hey, and now it's a problem. And if they won another major, solid. well, it ain't it ain't touching nothing. So you yeah. can't say jack jack shit. No, you're right. You can't say shit after that. All right, Michael, we're going to send you out of here the only way that we know how. We're going to throw it back to how we used to end our shows during season one. We call it Rap Foursome right Ooh. here on Beyond the Fairway. You scared me there for a minute. You are going to go play golf. No, because with at four the top rappers. of, I got to tell y'all, at the top of the second hour of my Sirius XM show, I freestyle. I always freestyle at the top. Like at hour three, at three o'clock, they play the instrumental gin and juice, and then I just come up with a freestyle off the top of my head. Go ahead, call so me. Drop that music. Freestyle. No, no, I like where you was going. I'm three hours of sleep. This freestyle would be horrible. And I already did one. I dog. I remember back in the days of freestyle on the left. All right. right. All right. So let me see. Um, All right. Let me unfreeze. My four, who's my four? Can, all right. My my four rappers that yeah, I yeah you can play golf with four rappers dead or alive oh dead, dead or alive yeah yeah go on okay so that cool. means it could be a bit of set tripping up in here too you ain't lying um well Jay Z's definitely coming with me mm, nice yeah. I got I got him out there um <laughs> I want Biggie in the group hey Biggie thick tongue got it I gotta go because I'm an old school dude I want to go old school so. Rock in. Mm. One more. You only got room for one more. I know. That's this is that's where not, the heart. Yeah, I know, it's man. Not a, it's really not an easy question. I know it's not easy, even a little bit. Um, you know what? Oh man, see, all right. So it would be between two dudes, right? You get one of them, Colin. Shit, one. I know, one. but it. I'm saying it would be between two guys because of okay. right. I love their intelligence as well. So it would either be between most deaf or common. 
Um, that's mm. like the, that's like the same person, but I feel like, <laughs> yeah. But I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Common. I'm gonna go mm. with Common. All right, fam, you, fam, you in the, the building. Okay. I say Common too because his song "The Light" is the song that I dedicated to the woman that became my wife. Mm. Mm. Go ahead. So that's all. That that song has history in my family, right? And I know like what a good per. I know he's a good dude as well. So that's the thing. I would I would put him as the fourth. Jay Z say he wants to rhyme like common sense. But truthfully, uh, you had you had Jay Z, you had William Michael Griffin Jr. aka Rakim, you had uh, Common, and who's the fourth? Biggie. 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 I love it. that's the, that's the ultimate force. You see right how there. good Will's recall is right there. I know. I forgot the biggie part. I know. I was focused Hey, I was focused on the real name of Rakim, that which I randomly <laughs> remember that. So you gotta, you gotta, that has an offset a little bit. <laughs> but that's true. All right. Oh man, well, uh, college like, man. We appreciate you being with us, man. I'm gonna see you of course all week, and we're gonna. Uh, play. You playing Willie Mac, right? Yeah. Oh man. Willie Mac really loves you because I, I was like, hey, uh, let's do it this year. He said, nah, I'm with, I'm with MC. Yeah, me? bro, me and Willie, exactly. we put the band back together. Uh, Michael Collins. Airway with Doug and Will. I'm the one on this guest list that'll thrill. Stop, drop, you know I got ill. Lyrics coming out my mouth. I will thrill uh. and thrill all you folks. Hey. Hey. See y'all next Yo. time, y'all. Yo, beyond the fairway, <laughs> what a way to go out. We appreciate y'all rocking with us always and forever. Michael Collins, appreciate you stopping through. Appreciate Snoop Dogg with the gin and juice coming in here. Kobe, we appreciate your production prowess. We'll holler at y'all next week.